0: Hello, Hashashin. Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another Woke and Baked. And on today's episode, sit down, myself and the two Jakes break down a laundry list of items, including Senator Ted Cruz, the man from 3036, autoerotic asphyxiation, and we give you a Jeffrey Epstein update. So thank you, Iron Asylum, Red Run Cannabis Company, and 10th Planet Soldatna, for your continued support. For more information on our supporters, stay tuned after the podcast. And as a reminder, links are always in the description. All right, folks, enjoy the podcast. Oh, yeah, one last thing. You're going to find out really quickly at the very beginning of this podcast that I am terrible Horrendous, absolute garbage with math. Just giving you a warning up front. All right, thanks. The film I watched most recently was Confessions of a Time Traveler. The man from 3036. And it's what a... What um, Terrible, terrible. Uh, it's... It's a documentary about a man who claims to have come from the future, from 3036. And he came to warn us kind of about everything that's going to happen between, well, now and like like 1,500 years from now, right? So, or 16. Well, we're, it, it'll be a while before we get there. But he's from 3036, dude. So we're like, so a 1,000 years from now. And... Uh, They just, I guess in the future, they just time travel and he got stuck or some such thing. But he's uh, providing information about the future and he's saying that if we want to stop anything, then um, we have to take these actions and that cell phones are uh, full of radiation and negative energy uh, and uh, eventually they're just gonna be banned completely. Because they're so bad for us, there's um, all kinds of crazy stuff. Well, I don't want to say crazy stuff, right? Because, because I've said before, like I want to believe that these folks are are telling us the truth. Um, but it's the whole like the whole scenario where like this dude comes from the future, he's got zero evidence. And that's fine. You're coming to the future. I, you know, Schwarzenegger got here naked. All right. Uh, in the Terminator. Both times that he came through time. He came through naked. Terminators always come through naked. So, like, I get it. Shit's weird. But there were things that didn't seem to make sense. Like, he was consistently wearing a mask. Um, because, I don't know, he wanted to be taken seriously. But, I don't know, if you want to be taken seriously. He made it really... I don't want to say he made it uh, easy to sort of invalidate what he was trying to do, but even watching movies, right, even watching documentaries, you kind of get the feeling when you're getting bullshitted. Yeah. And I don't want to say this guy's bullshitting. I like to believe that he came from thirty thirty six, But I would imagine that he'd have better information for us. That and the information that he did have that – um was was interesting. Was stuff that I mean, he couldn't tell us anything that happened immediately, right? But he seemed to know a lot of stuff. Like he could tell me, he could tell you a lot about what happened seven hundred years ago. All right, from thirty thirty six. So you know, like in the year twenty three hundred. Can you think of too much that happened seven hundred years ago? Like specific events. I need to know <laughs> seven hundred years ago. So that would have been what, like fifteen something? Yeah. I'm asked bad.
1: Yeah, just a little bit after uh, the quest for the Holy Grail, right?
0: Sure. That's how much I know about what happened 700 years ago. So <laughs> so this dude is, is, is popping off information. And I'm not saying he's not a historian for the, from the future. Um, but, like, I, I don't know how, like, if he was able to predict that Biden would be president. But I want to know who's going to be president after Biden. And if we figure out all the ills of the world, right? Um, wouldn't that dude just cease to appear? Like, would he cease to exist? Yeah. You know, like if the world changed that much, um, yeah, technically
1: would, he never would have ended up coming back in time, and it would undo it
0: all. Back to the future. It would have been some Back to the Future shit. Like you're sent here with a mission. You're are you just you're just here? Like they wanted. They're like, this guy, Dave, we're getting rid of Dave. We're going to send Dave to, eh, this was 2020 or whatever year he said he came here. Um, but, yeah, just Dave. Dave from 3036, glad that guy's gone. Dave was a <laughs> shit. Let me tell you a uh, little old. Dave. Dave, we're so glad that not only is Dave gone, right, but Dave has gone so far. Dave sucked here. And we sent him to the 2020s. Oh, this is going to be awesome. They're going to think they're <laughs> crazy. They're going to be like, this guy's batshit. Why would we listen to him? And, uh, and that's what happens. And then they all die. Um, but, yeah. but more than anything, they, they knew that Dave, if they sent him here, uh, they, nobody was going to believe him. They're just going to think yeah. he was crazy. And so, like, they sent Dave back from the future to be institutionalized. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. And hopefully he raises a big enough stink during his lifetime that like his grandparents eventually figure out like they're the grandparents of Dave. Uh, And they know and and they'll know real well because the transparency then is going to be crazy and they'll know that their grandson Dave is going to be the dipshit they sent to the past. (laughs) But you're like, you're going to be, you're going to be able to get into some really, really weird stuff, really weird stuff, because, like, hypothetically, what happens if you're, like, you go back in time, and, like, Marty McFly, you hook up with mom? <laughs> what happens if you hook up with, like, your aunt? Uh, I mean, what if your aunt tries to hook up with you? What do you do? Like, how do you say, sorry, you're not my type? Um, this this could only end poorly for everyone. Um <laughs> And right. then, and then when you when you go back to the future, uh, now you've got to run into um, you know your aunt, and now she knows what's up. She's like, oh. <laughs> she's gonna be confused, but she's gonna know. She's like, oh shit, what's wrong <laughs> with me? What's wrong with him? He? I didn't know he knew. But Im- immediately after you're done, right? Hypo- if you if you impregnate your mother, do you immediately like if there were gonna be any issues with that child?
1: This reminds me of this dude. The '50s '60s wrote the craziest science fiction. There's a story about a guy being recruited by a time traveler. And it turns out that the person recruiting him is himself from the future. And later he it turns out that he is also his own mother.
0: So kind of like Terminator. Um like you got yeah. you gotta pick I, your I, dad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I've gotta find the story because it's like he was his mother, father, and yeah. It was just wild. A very close loop.
0: I mean, you really, you really can't help who you fall in love with. You just, you just kind of <laughs> fall in love.
1: Yeah, it's like, yeah, very narcissistic though. That's like the epitome of narcissism, there.
0: You know, not only do you love yourself, but you love your mom so much that you become your own mother.
1: Yeah.
2: Awkward time to come into this conversation. <laughs>
1: no, no, this is perfect.
2: <laughs> so Siri is now his own mother. Not yet. This, this this background story has gotten really bizarre.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I want to provide you context either. I mean, nope. no,
2: no, do not ruin it for me with context. <laughs> like, this is my favorite part is when I first join a Zoom meeting because I'm late. I'm late for everything, and I'm trying to remember how to make it full screen. Don't tell me.
0: <laughs> I'm just gonna let you be, man.
2: Oh wait. It's the same button it's been forever. Darn
1: it. Why do they do that?
0: Zoom hasn't yeah. Zoom hasn't done any crazy updates. It's made for idiots. Like it's 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 pretty easy to use, man. It's Look, the digital
2: I equivalent of two tin cans on a string.
0: <laughs> except, except with the ability to record for later <laughs> later editing.
2: <laughs> yes. I'm not going to do it. I want to right now. I want to so bad because of that comment, but I'm, I'm not, I am not going to talk about any sort of specific ethnic group or race of people or genders or like,
0: or any, any no, like people. No, like no you don't. The- um, yeah, I get, I don't know where you were going with that, but thank you for not trying to <laughs> upset. know. Yeah, uh, so, uh, news going on this week. What was your favorite story to come out of the world this week, Jake?
2: Oh, uh, there's there's a coronavirus, and what? it's spreading. Like oh, the also, the also, uh, Donald Trump feeds Joe Biden babies. Or I'm
0: really, babies. I'm not really shocked by anything. So. Uh, <laughs> So, I'm glad you brought, up, uh, you brought up former President Trump. So, a, a reporter, and this is, you can all look this up on, on TMZ uh, real quick, Siri, if you want to look it up. It's um, a reporter was talking to Jelaine Maxwell, and he mentioned to her that he, he said, Where are the tapes? Where are the tapes? Because it was pretty common now. Like, it, it's not hard to imagine if you can put two and two together that Jeffrey Epstein was running a blackmail campaign. Right. It's not hard to figure that out with the way that he did everything and that he, you know, you knew he had uh, every, everything was being recorded. Everyone knew that everything was being recorded. So this reporter went to her and he said, where are the tapes? Where are the tapes? Where are the tapes? I know about the Trump tapes. And this is 2016. This is before um right before the elections. And she was pretty confident that um, a uh, Hillary Clinton was going to become president. And she said to him. If you're gonna if you're going to uh, report on Trump, then you're gonna have to report on Bill 2. Mm-hmm. And she said something to the effect of, "Of Epstein had tapes for everyone, but she was but she was confident she had nothing to worry about. I mean, she went to uh, Chelsea Clinton's wedding, like she had nothing to worry about from Hillary Clinton becoming president. I don't think Epstein would have ever been arrested if Hillary Clinton was president." Yeah. Um, personal I opinion. I feel
2: like you're just mad that you weren't invited to the wedding.
0: Oh, I'm sure they had the best hors d'oeuvres, man. Do you know how many people kiss the asses of the Clintons? I bet you they had the very best hors d'oeuvres. The very best. I bet you the food was phenomenal. Probably, I, hope they actually- use those little,
2: I hope they use those little plastic, like, sword as toothpicks. I hope that like the Shirley Temples had fresh... It was the highest end hors d'oeuvres you could
0: get. Sorry, the the light in the back of the Yeti was messing with me. It's hurting my feelings.
2: I don't... Can we, can we get a GoFundMe so Bill can get some proper internet service? <laughs> like, GoFundMe for someone to just like run a really long phone cord from their house to his house.
0: did <laughs> have the sweetest dial-up. It's so red. Twenty-eight <laughs>
1: eight, <laughs> bro. <laughs> 28-8. Holy crap! I remember how that sounds. <laughs> Half
2: yeah. of our Zoom is listening to like someone calling on the other end. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh yes.
0: Damn. So yeah. Uh, so that was probably my favorite news story of the week. Well, that was one of them. There, there were a couple of things that popped up, but that's the first one that really comes to mind uh, when we when we we end up there. Uh, series, anything that that uh, popped up to you?
1: Uh no, not this, not this last week. It was a blur and just crazy with work, so I didn't have anything. It, it was a blur and um
2: i think what we're all thinking about and we're not willing to say it because it, like cuz the world, or, like the united states is divided at this moment but like i think over this last week we've learned texans can't fucking drive in the snow
0: <laughs> so so i i i, I checked like in, even worse i checked in on this because my family is in texas and and i can tell you that like they weren't they weren't prepared for this like we in Alaska wouldn't be prepared for 120 degrees Fahrenheit in the middle of summer. If we had, if we had a week where it was 100 and, 100 and nothing, it was a flat 100 for a week, the effect that that would have on, on local wildlife, if there was a, God forbid, there was a wildfire, um, we'd be extra fucked. It, they, they're not prepared for that sort of thing for, like, a, like a, a polar vortex to go and hang out for a week. Now, uh, I, I remember times where, like, the, the highways, when I lived in Fort Worth, they were iced out. Like, you, you couldn't drive for shit. You'd spin out on the highway. You should not drive um, because people weren't prepared for that. But at the same time, this sort of thing does kind of, not to this extent, it does happen every year. Um, but they, I mean, it's starting to look like... Um, maybe they kind of shot themselves in the foot with preparedness, but again, they weren't prepared for this to this degree. Um, what do you think of Ted Cruz heading to Cancun?
2: Um, Ooh, first off, I want to say everyone in Texas has a four wheel drive for no fucking reason. (laughs) If they're not going to throw (laughs) it.
0: I swear. I saw pavement princess as a license plate on a gigantic truck. Like, (laughs) <laughs> like, like you can have a super jacked two wheel drive there, um, and it's your super jacked two wheel drive truck. It looks great, but it's fucking useless. It has no real purpose. But everybody has a truck, and like three people have a wrench. Hang on, man. Tell you what.
2: But okay, so Ted Cruz going to Cancun. Yeah.
0: Where do you even begin? Let me first say, in my opinion, all right, and I am not a smart man. I own that. That's proven. Um, Ted. Cruz, it's science. Ted Cruz is a very smart man. I'm smart enough to know that. By the way, there's nothing wrong if you're in that situation and you want to go to Cancun and you're like an accountant or you're you know, a lawyer, or you're just, like, some dude because a flight from DFW, Dallas-Fort Worth, to Cancun, I looked into this, $79 on sun. You go to Cancun, you get a nice Airbnb for a couple of days, and you get out of the shit. Anyone can do it, $79. Go to Cancun and go camping, all right? Um, but if you are a state senator, it's a bad look. Now, I know he also got some shit for... Um, for having the dog at the house. But like. The dog was behind a screen door. Like it looked like the front door was was kind of open. There was someone there. There was security at that house. He is a United States Senator. And people don't like him. If he's not home. Better believe someone is watching the house. Because he's a United States Senator.
2: How better would the story be though. If he's like. I put extra water and food in. <laughs> <laughs> There's a doggy door in the back. I left the window down. Yes. (laughs) I, um, look, he got caught. Like, I mean, he, he made like what I would consider, like you said, it actually is the smart move. Like, if you're a real live human person, you just get out for the minute. Um, you know, it's like the COVID thing, it's like the, all the wars we've ever had. It's like, hey, let's just, let's just not do this. Um, But then there's, yeah, there is this moral authority that um, the whole entire country, especially his state, is going to have. But there's also, I'm weird about this, and I hold our United States congressmen and senators to a higher standard than myself. Um, And so when, like, the captain goes down with his ship, And I, I think Ted Cruz, like he, like, he was like, well, no, no, I'm coming back to go down with the ship. Just give me a minute. I
0: think, I think it's all BS. Right? I, I, I do think, I, I think it's, I think it's all... Um... <laughs> At what point did he exactly, was he like, you know what, this is a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, if he... If he'd have gone to the airport, if he'd have dropped his loving wife and two little girls off at the airport and said, "You know what, kids? Have fun in Cancun. It's, this one's on mommy and daddy. Go to the beach and play with dolphins. Daddy's going to cut brisket for fire uh, for firemen and and medics, and he's going to give out uh, cases of water to people who need help because I am I am an elected official and these are my people." Go to Cancun and have the most fun ever. I do a terrible Ted Cruz. But No, you nailed it. You nailed it. I was enjoying it. I'll just keep going. Um, but I don't I mean, I don't really know uh, how the Zodiac Killer speaks. Um, but what if that's how the Zodiac Killer speaks? And what if that's the last thing you heard? Which was <laughs> I'm a shooting base right now with a 38. You look like you're getting all romantical. Pew pew. <laughs> the Zodiac
2: Killer. It wasn't. It wasn't ciphers. It was just really a poor education, and it was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it draw them. Yeah. Uh, it was like. It was trying to write in hieroglyphics for someone who's never learned to read or write in hieroglyphics. This is what I think. It's like trying to teach Helen Keller Braille. It <laughs> away. <laughs> They got everything wrong. Um, like the the police, the all of the all of the code breakers. They got everything wrong, and they only read what they wanted to read. And what the Zodiac Killer was actually doing was trying to like he was telling you everything. Like this is who I am, and this is where I live, and this is my best friend, and I have a puppy named <laughs> Dave. It was really just an
2: editorial. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was he was he was reviewing the ca- uh the cartoons in reader's digest yes so, <laughs> i didn't like that joke but yeah so back to uh back to ted cruz if you i mean he could have he could have come away from this looking not nearly as bad right um man he could have looked really cool through all of this um but what do you think is the future of it? I mean, do you, I mean we don't live in we don't live in Texas, and um, and they clearly don't live in Alaska. Like, if you could tell someone who is likely to expect like something like this again, right? Because one one of the things that, that we're experiencing and what we're learning about is is um, these hundred year storms. They do seem to be happening uh, happening a little bit more frequently. So you as you two as lifelong Alaskans. If you could say anything to someone in Texas right now, so that they can prepare themselves for next year, what would you tell them? Don't jump to the answer. Don't don't all jump I would in. I <laughs> yeah, um, Okay, a
2: couple things. Thanks. Ted Cruz stays in Texas. Also, if I was – if I I think he wins again. Also, if I was Ted Cruz, here's where he made a mistake. He made a serious – I mean, he's under the fire right now, right? Um, He's got the whole thing, like, with the riot. He's got the whole thing with his – almost a bush – with the Trump support. Um, And now he's, like, left his state and now he's on his way back. If I was Ted Cruz when I got back, I think the one thing... I still think he gets elected, but I think the one thing that could have helped him if he was like, suck it, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think... <laughs> yeah. I could have been, been hammered on the beach. <sighs> you did this one. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> 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 Just, wait, I always look for when I get the pause <laughs> on the recording. Um... So yeah, so so
0: that's why should that's, I have paused that? Let me let me stop you real quick. Why should I have paused that?
2: Oh, no, I did. I know, I didn't think you would. I I mean, I thought you would, but I didn't know. Like I saw you you reached for something and I was like, "Oh, that's the that's oh, the Oh, no, my no, headset. So. sir. no,
0: I wasn't pausing anything. You I didn't feel like <laughs> So, so for those of you um at home not understanding what this dialogue is about, Every time that I think Jake is going to say something that i'm gonna have to edit out later, I just hit stop recording, let him go on, and if I miss gold, I'm very sorry uh, <laughs> there's, there's, you know here's
2: here's here's where you got like here's where you're messing up is if you just let it record and then you grab all those moments and you put them in a collage. <laughs>
1: I would look like the most horrible person. You just need a yellow card in. Just pop a yellow card up so you can yes. find it really easily.
0: Out of out of context Jake. That's what we're gonna <laughs> that's our that's the, that's our our next great segment. Out of context Jake. Um Okay. So
2: being <laughs> said, as an Alaskan dinosaur
0: to a Texan. Um what would you say to someone, and then, and then Siri, uh, your thoughts afterwards?
2: Um, okay, as an Alaskan to Texan, first I would have to tell them that our state is twice as big as theirs. Like that.
1: Means- <laughs> <laughs> I also say
0: you know, we have better seafood, but that's where it stops.
2: <laughs> well, we we may have more guns per capita. And they don't all like bang it, bang it, bang it, bang it. Like, Then, you know, um. <laughs> But no, I, you know, we've talked about this quite a bit. And I think it's, in, and I don't mind talking about the subject over and over because I think it's important. Is like in Alaska, we live in such a way where we're so used to surviving in like all kinds of conditions. Um, and you did bring up the, uh like the heat like we're not prepared for heat and we found that out a couple years ago because it did actually like we got up to like 100 degrees here and people like walking into walk-in coolers and like you know everyone was running out of ice and like you know it wasn't we weren't ready for the heat but um the uh, oh yeah. And so, but now all of a sudden we have, like, we are selling air conditioners and AC and stuff like that. And a lot of people use their cars because, but that's one thing is like, uh, Alaska, like we're just kind of prepared to survive in it. And I'm not bragging about it in any kind of way. It's just second nature. Like he's like, well, yeah, I have a ton of sleeping bags on the trunk of my car because, you know, back in the day, it's like, you could freeze to death when there was only you're only a mile away from something.
0: Yeah, it was so, a there was a conversation I had with someone today uh, was. You seem to prepare for you prepare for what you're what you're dealing with, right? Um, but now, mm-hmm. like you know that this is something that could happen. You know, um, if you could if you could say give them like five items that they should probably. Uh, get their hands on to prepare themselves, what would you recommend for, for cold weather?
2: Oh, um, okay. So for cold weather, see, I, I have a five C system, but, um, for cold weather, um, I mean, your number one thing, I honestly believe is, is a way to prepare yourself a heat source. Um, now, are we talking like we're like we're like we're stuck out in the cold? Or are we talking like we're just like regular people driving around?
0: Like, regular people driving around. Let's say we're regular. Well, we'll we'll get to driving in a minute. So we're just we're going to stick with in the house. What yeah, are some in the items house. that they? What are a few items that you think they should definitely have for their house? And then we'll get into like what they should probably have in their vehicle as well.
2: Okay. First thing I think, um, yeah, I you know, it's ne- it doesn't hurt to have too many blankets. You're never in a situation where it's like, ah, oh. so, well, there's there's the situation where you have too many blankets because like your wife is cold and she throws them all on you, but I but that's like a one night thing. But like if you have blankets in your like uh, your closets and whatnot, um, I. I I think that's pretty, like, you're pretty solid there. Like, that's primitive. That goes way back, you know? Like, um, in fact, if you have the time, go, like, kill a few animals and, like, shuck their skin and, like, you know, and get the fur all that, yeah.
0: Learn how to do it. Um, That's one of the things that that, um, I'm grateful that they teach in uh, in school here. Uh, Like, former guest of the show, um, Representative Bjorkman, that's one of the classes that he teaches is um, you know, like how to treat meat, like how to butcher meat and stuff like that. So, uh, and and I read another thing, you know, there are other teachers around the state that have that very class. That's a that's a thing that I don't think gets taught in too many public schools in the lower 48. Um, but going back to, to stuff in the house, you said blankets. What's another thing that you would recommend?
2: You know, any, like an alternative heat source, you know, I, I mean, but that's like, I don't know. Maybe that's a growing up in Alaska thing to where guys, like, even if it's, a, if it's those stupid little, like, hand warmer deals, like, something you can throw in your sleeping bag, you know. Um, it, I mean, Texas, this is a long time for them. This is rough. Um, could we do it up here? I'm willing to bet, like, between the three of us, only one of us would survive. No. <laughs> the uh, no, I no. I'm pretty sure between the the three of us, like, well, you know, Siri's out, so you he can come over to one of our places.
1: I've got a wood stove.
0: He's he's got. We can go his place. Uh, he's got a wood stove.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. smaller space underground. It's easier to yeah. That's he's got a
2: perfect. wood stove and no bick. <laughs> <laughs> He's just there rubbing two logs together.
1: Like, no, no, no. I, I've got a survival knife that's got the fire starter on it. You know, so hey, I'm set. He's
0: way better prepared than than we would ever give him credit for. <laughs> um, this is when he breaks out his hatchet. By yeah. the way, those are some sweet curtains.
2: Thank you. That's my daughter's blanket. I'm not in my daughter's room. I'm in my own room. You stole your daughter's blanket?
0: Uh, oh, oh, okay.
2: Yeah, so now that Siri's stepping
0: it up. <laughs> I got a, something. <laughs> if you pull up... Oh,
2: yes, you have the headlamp.
0: Heck yeah. Heck yeah, I got a pencil headlamp. These are these are for uh, for my early early morning walks. Love oh it. my gosh!
2: Yeah, is tri- he is up in me with
0: knowledge. Yeah, that's <laughs> he, uh, that's that's why we we hang out with him. If uh, uh, but not actually hang out with him, we only hang out with him on the internet. Um, yeah.
2: yeah, He um. What would be great is like if we all brought out our survival gear in each one of them or, like, each one of us had, like, a belt that was just for the hotel room, like. <laughs> like, like we have this. Everyone in Texas, that's my advice for you. Find a belt. You're probably going to die anyway, so you should at least try it.
1: <laughs> oh. the, or if you now, have an erotic uh, asphyxiation thing, you know.
2: Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. It was it a suicide or an accident?
1: <laughs>
2: like, if you have to clean the mess up off the floor, if you're like, if you're that cleaning lady that day,
0: <laughs> um, they, like, you know, what, what do, do you think? You to listening get to in excess earlier in the day. Like that's where <laughs> your motivation was, you know, in excess and kung fu. <laughs> Or Kill Bill. Like, what if you watched Kill Bill and you're like, you know what? I got it. But, <laughs> but if you're everyone like, should try it once. Um,
2: Some people only try it once. <laughs> uh,
0: I I don't think it's a problem that they only try it once. I think it's that they try it a lot. Um, and it's like, and it's like, it's like pushing for a new PR. Right. Like if you're if you're lifting weights and you're on the bench and I was I was at Iron Asylum a couple days ago and, and I looked at the numbers like this is who's got a max squat or a max deadlift or a max bench. Right. That's like if you're on the bench like you're going for your max. and Let's say your max is like 700 and something pounds and you're like, fuck it, I don't need a spot. Like, you get to that point in confidence with autoerotic asphyxiation, you need a spotter.
2: You know, I, I agree, because I remember one time after I just benched 700 pounds, like, the, the belt around my neck that was tied to the bar, like, it was really a little, it was a little much, and I got in. Thank God.
0: Thank God for spotters.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know what? You, no one respects a spotter. They're the unappreciated heroes of the world.
0: I hate being asked to spot someone who knows that I, there's no way I would attempt that, that kind of weight anything by myself. And now you're asking me to help you not die if you drop it on your throat. I don't necessarily <laughs> like that responsibility, my friend. I've got it that- in place so that you don't die. Right, and try not to drop it on your head. However, I will say that Iron Asylum, as a caveat, as a plug to them, they do have these little, these adjustable kind of uh, racks on the side of your bench, so that that uh, you can set it so that doesn't happen to you. You can get your safety level. Well,
2: I, I think that's one of the greatest dick moves to like make some little dude spot you, like you know. <laughs>
0: I want to make you feel good, bro. I'm doing this for you. You got this. Fuck yeah, we're (laughs) team. And so so that is me uh, spotting someone. That's what it looks like to me. Is me, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Good. Good looking out. You're helping me out. Yeah, take more protein. Thanks, man. (laughs) You didn't need me for this. Am I just here to keep you company? That's what this is i'm i really am joe pesci and i'm your clown i'm just here to make you laugh i'm here to make you feel better about yourself thanks man thanks no problem bro
2: yeah how how to deal with pipes freezing that's a
0: thing (laughs) um well if you're having issues with a well no um would you recommend getting a uh, getting on a well Rather than, I mean, rather than being on city water, being on a well would probably be the way to go. Oh,
2: um, yeah, I'm an adult. Yeah, but you're going to want to... Yeah?
0: How? How? Give me... Aside from age, if we were to look at, like, aside from age, what is the evidence that any of us, and not, not just you who stole your daughter's blanket uh, for... Uh, For for um, curtains, Um, our guy Siri bought a Tie Fighter Lego set. It's really cool, actually, and it and it shoots. Um, Oh, well, we knew he was broken. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, and yeah. Oh, see. Yeah, you know, look at
2: that. He's, that's my favorite thing about Siri is that he thinks he's people.
1: <laughs> I don't think I've ever actually claimed that, but
2: <laughs> I, I. Could oh, he's going to start talking
0: then. I can neither a... confirm nor deny <laughs> that he is or isn't from this planet. I don't. <laughs> I if if there were people in my life, and, you know, and someone was like, "Hey, man, you know." There's someone in your life that is a real-life alien. Um, and uh, and you need to guess who they are, or we're going to get rid of everyone you love. I would say, Siri. Siri is definitely... <laughs> I would immediately... I'd snap my fingers. And if my kids are... If, like, everyone is, is wiped away like Thanos, um, then... Then it, is, then K, Sira, Sarah, But my bet would be that it would be Siri would be the air, uh, the alien in my life. <laughs> yeah, I
2: means. um, I don't even believe in him.
1: <laughs> I don't even believe in myself.
0: <coughs> I mean, here's, oh, well, you guys have actually met. i of the greatest lines. I had to think about that for a second. Have you guys ever met in person? Yeah you'd have. Yeah. Like I had to think about yes. that for a minute. Cuz it was
2: like, no, how it did... was a good time you should have been there.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> there were jokes told.
0: Uh, speaking of jokes told, uh, March 20th, Four Royal Parkers, we've got Ben Farley, we've got Joe Stoltz, a couple of other comedians. Jake said he was going to tell some funnies. I'm going to tell some funnies. Funnies will be told. Ladies, gents and others, if you're a lady jet or other that wants to tell some funnies, uh, shoot me an email at at gmail.com or uh, the easiest way is to hit me up on the gram at wokenbakepodcast. And if you want to tell funnies, I'd love to hear you. We could if you're out of if you're in another state or another country and you want to tell stand up up here, we'll fucking zoom you in. We'll put a mic. You can tell jokes from your fucking living room in paducah kentucky or if you're our listener in columbus who loves the shit out of us and i love the shit out of you um and you want to tell jokes you want to tell other people's jokes if you want to tell your favorite george carlin set from a zoom uh on your couch in your underwear this is a bar everyone is 21 and up do what you do (laughs)
2: or if you want, you can just come in to our talent agency with your family.
0: (laughs) You've got an act.
1: hundred dollar deposit.
0: Oh, there's no deposit, sir. This is, there will be deposits.
1: (laughs) For the talent agency.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You know what? This is this this is gonna be a fun one to put together the YouTube video for. <laughs> this is gonna be a fun one. Um all right. So uh we are running low on time. You know what they don't do anymore? Is they used to put up this little timer in the corner to let you know that your free version of uh, Zoom Oh
2: seven minutes and seventeen seconds. Is
0: that what they where- just took it away? Yeah, they just took it away from you because they hate you. Oh, that's funny. oh that's cool i thought i just had to guess when it was gonna run out like 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 Uh, if you you got something to say say it now before you die um or don't
2: die autoerotic speciation
1: (sighs) (sighs) gotta have a good week belt
0: yeah yeah okay siri what would you tell someone in texas uh to to uh to use to prepare for uh for cold weather
1: Figure out how to turn off and winterize your water system. That seems to be where the most damages come from, burst pipes. Um, and other than that, backup a generator, backup source. If you're on natural gas, that's kind of a nice thing. You can just plug in your heater and water heater. Be good to go there. I feel uh, like circles or tread dude they need to come up with some kind of like tread system for trucks i mean they got so many lifted trucks down there somebody's got to come up with a way they can just turn it into a treaded vehicle and then what boom, there, they go, you know.
0: um well that would require the vehicle in question to be useful and i can <laughs> tell you that if you are driving around a jacked up bad mother lover pavement princess in downtown Dallas or downtown Fort Worth or Houston or austin you're you probably don't own a farm you're just a dude with a big truck like and you have low profile uh, tires um or you've got you've got mud tires but that's not really for driving in the snow or driving in the ice I just walk everywhere and wear layers get some Get yourself a fucking ten dollar pair of vice uh, of cleats and uh, and walk everywhere. That's that's my only advice. And wear layers. Wear layers. You'll get used it to some Really Bill.
1: nice uh, ice tires for the bikes.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know what? You get them, get them now because uh, it's, the next winter is going to be right around the corner.
2: Yeah. So Bill's advice is act like an old man.
0: Yes. Um,
2: yes. Yeah. And yeah. and Siri's advice is basically like at the end of the GI Joe episode when someone comes on and tells you a moral and knowing is half the battle. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Uh, See you next episode. Yeah. No, I, I I definitely yeah. Guys, follow my everyone in Texas right now who's still alive. Um, <laughs> yeah, just just throw just throw blank just wear blankets and set shit on fire.
0: So, um, legitimately, like, <laughs> families have frozen to death and died of carbon monoxide poisoning like entire families. This is like, um, children. This is, this is, uh, this is new for them. Like, this is, they're the, I think the little, I think a little dying little, is new for most children. I didn't catch that last part, but yeah, so his family, the the little boy who died, his family is uh, suing the electric company for some ungodly number, which is awesome. And I hope they get every penny.
2: You know, that's actually, it's kind of sad that we're running on like three minutes here, because that was something we didn't really touch on is the deregulation. And I think you and I are both like deregulate kind of people, but the deregulation and now we have companies that, like, like this wouldn't have happened in other places because of regulation. So here's an argument. Oh, I was going to say, so here's an argument for regulation. Um, do you think this would have been better had there been regulation? Um, obviously, it would have. Is it anyone's responsibility to regulate them? Are they a private company? Like here's an argument for the, uh, oh, what is it? The, uh, oh my gosh, the RCC, what is it? The It comes in all the time. It's the people that you, the commission that you have to, if you're like a, an essential service, like a, ga, uh, like a gas company, like NSTAR or um, a phone company or an electric company, HEA, like okay. the regulation commission. All
0: right. Whoever they are. Dave. Yeah. Dave, the regulator. All right. I think that this, um, that argument could be made. Um, changing the way that our electrical grid operates is is another way, uh, creating greater redundancies. I said at the very beginning of COVID that I thought that in the end, Uh, This would lead to um, sort of a, 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 I don't want to say the Green New Deal, but it would be a a new deal of sorts. This would lead to the rebuilding of our infrastructure. And if you are a person that is in uh, a climate change denier, then you're like, this is exactly what we told you was going to happen. Because everything is playing into that fear. If you don't have that fear, if you're not one of those folks, um, you know, then you look at this and this is the information that is being presented and what do we do about it? And you you address it. I don't even know where I was going with that.
2: It sounded brilliant, though.
0: Thank you. You nailed it. All right. I want to thank my two guests, Jake Thompson and Siri. And moving on, I would really, really like to thank my supporters. Iron Asylum, located at 35165 KB Drive, not behind Save You More. They're not bufund Save You More. I don't know where you find bufund but that's not where they're located. They are behind Save You More. I was there today, myself and Young Hickson, we went there, we picked stuff up, we put stuff down, we did some stretches, and he cheered his father on while his father did kettlebell swings. It was sweet. I teared up a little bit. Not really, but it was kind of cool having like a little cheerleading section, even if that cheerleading section is inclined to shit its pants from time to time. That's cool. I love him. So I'll wipe his butt. Alright, so Iron Asylum is open 24 hours a day, so if you get some sort of weird surge at 2 o'clock in the morning to work out, or maybe you work a night shift and you're off, and you know you don't want to fall into that trap of getting drunk on your days off in the middle of the night, you can go to Iron Asylum. You can lift weights. You can pick shit up. You can put shit down. You can go on a on a nice, safe jog in the middle of the night around here and not have to worry about getting jacked by a moose, or a bear, because those are real things that you've got to worry about when it comes time to, uh, you know, to get outside. When it comes time to go places, you got to worry about a moose jacking you, or a bear jacking you, or some other large, you know, outside animal just jacking you. You don't have to worry about that at Iron Asylum, unless, you know, like you're playing with Letty, And if you don't know about Letty, uh, you will if you ever stop by Iron Asylum. Give Brandon a call at 907-953-4720 for more, more information. All right, moving on. Red Run Cannabis Company, located on the Kenai Spur Highway. They are the growers of of, uh, fine cannabis, the brewmeisters of Hachet. They also make canna caps, honey sticks, and peanut butter. They also carry flour from your favorite cultivators, including the fine folks over at Bob's. They also carry concentrates from all kinds of extractors. Extractors, it's not even a real thing. They carry stuff from Refine. Uh, They carry stuff from Northwest Extracts. They carry stuff uh, from Fireweed Extracts. They also have their own manufacturing facility. So nobody can really beat their prices when it comes down Two extracts. Now, uh, they also stock edibles from Lady Grey and Creative Confections, as well as Alaskan-made Frontier CBD. So be sure to ask your bud tender. Talk to your bud tender. Find out what your bud tender recommends. Today, uh, when I went in, I, I said, "I trust you to make a decision for me. You know what I like," and and my bud tender knows me so well that she recommended it to me and I, I like took it. It's the Refined Cart Mac. I love MAC. MAC is one of my personal favorite strains. I, I mean there's there's a, a list of a few that I, I always go to when I see them in stores. It's like um you have I don't know like a like a comfort food. You know these you know strains that you have come to expect certain things from. And Uh, Mac is one of them. Green Crack is another one of those for me. But uh, she recommended the Mac Cart, so that's what I got, and that's what I am shouting out. That is Red Run Cannabis Company on the Kenai-Spur Highway. Be sure to check out redruncannabiscompany.com and Weedmaps for their current menu. Hashade and other Red Run products are available at Finer dispensaries throughout the great state of Alaska. How far out are we talking? Ketchikan. You find yourself in Ketchikan and you're like, where can I find some hash aid? You can go to the Stony Moose. That is a place you can go. And you can get, uh, you can can shotgun, uh, I would recommend shotgunning. I recommend uh, drinking like a responsible adult. Although because you're over the age of 21, you get to define what that is for you until we hear otherwise. Anyway, Uh, So you can mix the hashade, and you can mix um, the milk that uh, the fine folks at uh, the Sony Moose Farms um, make. They make a a milk. They make a vanilla-flavored milk, and you can mix the hashade, and you can mix uh, the milk, and let them duke it out in your stomach. But you can get one of their electric banana cookies, and you can kind of mix it and just see what happens. Enjoy the cookie. Delicious cookie, I'm sure. Uh, My my buddy... um, Ben Farley had it. He highly recommended it, and so yeah, why not? Why not top that unholy combination of lemonade and milk with a banana cookie? Fuck it, you're a grown-up. You figure it out. All right, folks. Without any further ado, also, oh shit, I got one more. I gotta, I gotta mention. It's very important that I mention. Tenth Planet Soldatna. Okay, they are open up at All American Training Center. Classes run from 7 p.m. on. And they are going on from Monday through Thursday. For more information, check out 10psoldotna.com. All right, for more information on the podcast, be sure to check out, well, the easiest way to do it is uh, just to check out Instagram, actually, at Baked Podcast. All right, folks, be sure to check out the links in the descriptions. And if you have someone that you'd like us to talk to, let me know. I'd love to talk to them. All right, have a great day. Have a great afternoon. Have a great whatever it is that you are listening to this. All right, toodles. Oh, yeah, one more thing. It's time for your cannabis warning. As per 3AAC 306.360, Alaska Marijuana Control Board Cannabis Use Warning A. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit forming and addictive. B. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. C. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. D, for use by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. And E, marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. you